Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the stream scheme. We won't be talking about your other superstars like your Anze Kopitars and your Steven Stamkoses here. No siree, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. The stream scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and we often refer to the toughest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, aka the Cupful. Hopefully everyone is coming off a win this week. Typically I'd like to be self-deprecating about my fantasy hockey teams, but I gotta be honest with you guys. I kicked butt this week. I had a clear plan and executed it beautifully. Hopefully all of you were able to follow the same plan that I laid out last week and were able to steal some first week victories over some other teams that might have normally beaten us. This week the schedule is a little wonky as you'll see. Not a ton of good streaming schedules this week and where typically I'm pretty hyped on my top couple streamer picks, this week the gap between my first and my fifth forward streamers isn't as large as it normally is. Now that's not to say that I don't have good streamer picks, obviously I've got great streamer picks this week. The point is that pick the streamer that best fits your roster schedule this week. If you can't fit in any streamers on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, the busy days this week, maybe skip the guy who plays four times with only one off day game and instead take the guy who only plays three times but all those games are off day games, you know what I mean? Not only that, but if you are stacked on those busy days there's a couple of guys who play that monday wednesday slate and then you can always drop them after that to pick up someone who plays friday sunday to give yourself kind of a modified stream agami hopefully that all makes sense to some of you you might just be saying yeah we get it dave on to the picks but there might be other people who i might be talking a foreign language to so just keep listening keep tuning in and this will all become second nature to you in no time and soon you will become a fantasy hockey weapon. Before we get into this week's picks, we got to see how we did last week because we are all about accountability here at the stream scheme. Up first, we had Tyler Johnson. TJ gave us one heck of a scare in Chicago's first game. When I picked up Tyler Johnson, I specifically said the only way this pick doesn't hit is if that line just completely craps the bed and they take him off that top line. Well, guess what freaking happened? Murphy's Law, you know? But luckily for us, even after the lines being mixed up in that first game and they were also mixed up in the ensuing practices, TJ was back on that top line, top power play in Chicago's next game, and we were rewarded with our patience with a couple of points. Not exactly what we were hoping for from TJ overall, but still, two points in three games, that's a win here for Tyler Johnson, barely. Now, 
Should you hold on to him? That's a tough call. I say hold on to TJ for at least one more week. Hopefully he ends up sticking on that top line, top power play, and it starts clicking, and it can maybe even be a season-long hold. But if he drops off that top line again next week, be prepared to get rid of him. Casperi Kapanen. First off, I just got to say, how awesome was that first game of the year when Tampa pulled their goalie for the last six minutes of the game, and it was just a fantasy points bonanza the rest of the game but Kapanen my man how could you not get in on that sweet sweet empty net goal scoring it was very frustrating but Kapanen did end up coming around with a point on Thursday and another point on Saturday so that's two points in three games for a win here this week from Kasperi Kapanen and kind of like Tyler Johnson he did do the minimum of what we wanted but I was a little underwhelmed with Kapanen's production and with Pittsburgh's bad schedule this week you can safely drop him at this point. Jonathan Drewen. All right, I've got good news and I've got bad news. You want to hear the bad news first? All right, well, the bad news is that in their three games this past week, the Canadians only scored three goals. Ducharme is up to his old bag of tricks in that department. Don't get me started. The good news is that luckily for us, Jonathan Drouin scored two of those three goals this week. So while the rest of the Habs has been a big bag of just nothing, at least Jonathan Drouin is their lone soldier who actually cares about our fantasy hockey team. Gosh darn it. And for that, Mr. Drouin, we salute you. An easy win here this week for him. The Habs only play three times next week, all on the those busy days and as I mentioned the Habs are struggling and I doubt Druin continues to score two-thirds of all of his team's goals going forward so I'd say you can drop out Druin for a streamer. Niels Hoaglander came through for us this week with two points in three games this week, which is all we can ask for a streamer. But with Besser coming back soon and three games all on the busy days this next week for Vancouver, you can safely drop Hoaglander for a streamer at this point. But it's not goodbye. It's see you later, Niels. Until next time, Vancouver has a good streaming week at least. So we don't forget those who are good for us. We'll see you later. Anthony Sorelli, we went OS old school for this pick and it paid off as Anthony Sorelli absolutely popped off for us scoring three points in three games this week just a phenomenal stream and he's actually out of streamer range at this point because of that production but that doesn't matter as Tampa has a terrible schedule just playing twice this next week on Tuesday and Saturday both busy days so maybe try to include him as a sweetener as a, in a trade for someone who doesn't really know any better but if that doesn't work you can drop Sorelli, uh, but at least it's a win for him this week as a streamer. And ladies and gentlemen, that's a clean sweep for our regular forward streamers this week. All right, give it up, give it up. That's the good news. Uh, the bad news is I also had some uh, defensive streamer picks as well here that didn't do as hot. Starting with Adam Larson. Kind of did what Adam Larson does. Gave us a pretty good floor of perifs, but just not enough to call this one a win. We needed him to go bonkers in perifs for at least one of those games and maybe pick up a point somewhere along the way, and he just couldn't do it. The good news is, though, as I did predict, Larson is seeing an uptick in minutes this year on the Kraken. Although Larson only got 19 minutes in the first game of the season, in his last two games, he's seen 
24 and 25 minutes respectively. So it's possible with those kind of minutes, Larson is able to grow into someone like a Darnell Nurse whose perifs are able to carry you every single night. But Larson isn't just there yet. And unfortunately, I don't want to roster someone while they're still trying to figure that out. But we'll keep you on our watch list, Adam Larson. But for now, that's a loss for him this week. Alexander Romanov. Tough week for Romanov as once again... He's not getting any ice time and thus is barely putting up any perifs. How am I this dumb? Over and over, year after year, bars after bars. I have no idea. I'll never learn apparently, but tune in the stream scheme week one next year to see me incorrectly pick Romanov again probably and probably every year after that until he's inevitably out of the league. But... Needless to say, big fat loss here for Romanov. Ryan McDonough didn't have a terrible week, but he definitely didn't have a good one either. This was just a gut pick, you know, to try and get in on some of those Tampa Bay Lightning points, but the Lightning just came out completely flat this week. I guess we were lucky to, you know, at least be able to hit on the Sorelli pick because, you know, asking for another streamer, let alone a defensive streamer from a struggling team, turned out to be too much to ask. So it's a loss here this week on McDonough. But a much better loss than Romanoff, at least, but a loss nonetheless. Jaden Schwartz started out the week with an assist, but then he proceeded to do nothing the rest of the week. This one was just a little bit of bad puck luck. He's still getting like 20 minutes of ice time a night, still top line, top power play, but Schwartz doesn't shoot or get any perifs in. So if he's not scoring, you know, can't roster him. And the Kraken play on Monday and Tuesday next week, so... I'd keep Schwartz around for at least that Monday game and maybe even Tuesday game if you can fit him in. But after that, get him out of here. The Schwartz is not strong with Jaden. Evan Rodriguez. I mean, I've had some good ludicrous streamers before, but Evan Rodriguez. I think I can safely say Rodriguez was the best ludicrous streamer of all time the man just went bonkers three points in three games he's 25th overall right now and could cut full scoring for everyone including goalies and everything so just insane now unfortunately as we mentioned the penguins have a crap schedule next week so you've got to be cold-blooded and say so long and thanks for all the points rodriguez but it's time to send him on his way Overall, that 6 for 10 this past week, easily reaching our goal of 50% of the streamer picks to hit to give us a dub for this week and to start the year 1-0. But I definitely have to improve on those defensive streamers. They carried us last year. This year, they're dragging us down. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty good at this picking streamers thing. You know, the stats don't lie. But getting 6 out of 7 forwards right in a week is pretty freaking rare. So I'm definitely going to have to pick it up. But enough pitter-patter, let's get at her. Let's get to the schedules for the upcoming week, starting with Monday, October 18th, 2021. On Monday, we have eight clubs playing, 22 clubs playing on Tuesday, four clubs playing on Wednesday, 20 clubs playing on Thursday, eight clubs playing on Friday, 26 clubs play on Saturday, eight clubs play on Sunday. And just in case, if you noticed, I'm saying clubs instead of teams just because eight teams kind of sounds like 18 
and I want to avoid <laughs> any kind of confusion for people who are just listening. So yeah, pretty typical week, and we here at the Stream Scheme love to see it. The first full week, the first true week, and it's time to rock and roll. The only problem here is that there's not a lot of good streaming schedules this week, but fear not, loyal listener, we'll break it all down to you on how you can capitalize on this week's schedule. The best schedule of the week goes to the San Jose Sharks. Only five teams play four times this week, and of those teams, the Sharks are the only club that plays at least two slow days as they play on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. And they play Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, and Boston, so mostly favorable matchups there in net as well. So San Jose easily takes the best schedule of the week, and we'll probably have a Shark or two to stream this week. Some other teams that have good schedules this week are the Boston Bruins, the Philadelphia Flyers, the St. Louis Blues, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Vegas Golden Knights. All those teams play three times, but have at least two off-day games in there. The worst schedule of the week is the Ottawa Senators, who only play twice this week and on the busy days of Thursday and Saturday. So before you bring Brady to Chuck out of your IR, I'd probably leave him in there because of that schedule to maybe get in a streamer that plays on that Monday and Wednesday slate, ideally. Some other teams that have bad schedules this week are the Carolina Hurricanes, the Dallas Stars, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. So if you have fringe players on any of those teams, it's probably time to kick them to the curb for a streamer. And as always, if you have any questions on if you should drop a guy or any other fantasy advice, feel free to shoot me online at Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. So without further ado, let's get to the picks. So first up, my top forward streamer pick of the week is Kyle Palmieri of the New York Islanders. This is the first time in a couple years, I believe, that Palmieri has actually been in streamer range, and so I'll happily scoop him up here this week. Maybe it's just because he's only played in two days, both of those being on the busy days so far, but I think Palmieri should be more than just 15% rostered right now. In his two games so far, Palmieri is averaging 17 minutes and 21 seconds of time on ice. He's got seven shots, two assists, and not only all that, but he's playing on the top line and top power play with Barzell and Lee. That is what we call primo deploymento, people. Now, am I missing something? Like, is it just because the Islanders aren't considered like a top offensive dynamo team? Or did people just not think Palmieri would get that kind of deployment? I don't know. Whatever the case may be, though, we will gladly capitalize and take Kyle Palmieri here because yeah, there's all that great stuff I already just said, but the Islanders are also one of the few teams that play four times this week. So if you can fit him in there on some of those busier days, then you absolutely need to pick up Kyle Palmieri this week. My second forward streamer pick this week is William Eklund of the San Jose Sharks. The Sharks played just one game so far, and that one game was a pretty good one by Eklund. Not going crazy on the stat sheet, but filling it nonetheless with an assist, a hit, a shot, and a block with 14 minutes of time on ice. Nothing crazy, but certainly a promising start for the brand new rookie from Sweden. And as I mentioned earlier, the San Jose Sharks have the best streaming schedule of the week, so I reached out to the person I trust most, with anything to do with the Sharks. He's friend of the podcast, Victor Nuno, co-host of the Fantasy Hockey Life podcast and writer for the Hockey Writer. So I says to him, I says, Victor, should I go with Dolan, you know, who's playing with Meyer, or Eklund, who's playing with Hurdle? Victor said, it's pretty close. Both uh, Dolan and Eklund are getting about the same deployment, both in terms of even strength time on ice and power play as well. Although I initially leaned Dolan because while that's true, Dolan is part of that top line and top power play technically, Victor said 
he would hitch his wagon to Eklund, who had the better preseason, Eklund is the better player, and he's getting exposure to the better line eight in Hurdle. And you know what? I trust Victor, so I'm rolling with William Eklund here as my second top streamer. But if you wanted to grab Dolan too, I think he'll have a good week as well. Kind of a 1A, 1B situation. Maybe a lesser man would have put uh, Dolan as a uh, ludicrous streamer because he's only 1% rostered right now. But I'm a better man than that. For our purposes, we're just rolling as Eklund as a regular streamer who's only rostered in just 4% of Yahoo leagues this week. So pick him up, William Eklund. My third overall streamer for this week is James Van Riemsdyk of the Philadelphia Flyers. Only one game in so far for JVR, and sure, it was certainly nothing to write home about. No points, only 14 minutes of time on ice, and he's playing even strength with guys like Oscar Lindblom and 89-year-old Scott Lawton, who somehow continues to beat Father Time off with a stick. I don't know how he's still playing, but what JVR does have going for him is that he's pretty locked in on that top power play. As I predicted during the preseason, the lines at even strength and on power play seem like there's really not a lot of wiggle room this year, and so while that might mean that JVR might struggle to do much at 5-on-5, at least until Hayes gets back, JVR is at least a lock on that top power play. And during a week where Philadelphia has a pretty good schedule, they're one of the few teams that have two off-day games this week. And as an added bonus, those off-day games come right at the beginning of the week on Monday and Wednesday. So if you want to pick up JVR just for those two games and drop them, go for it. That's what streaming's all about, baby. He's only rostered in just 19% of Yahoo leagues. So if he's there, pick up James Van Reen's site. My fourth overall forward streamer pick this week is Michael Bunting of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now sure, the lines are still being shuffled about because of injuries and outjuries and hopefully a soon-to-come Austin Matthews outjury, so it's hard to say eventually where Bunting truly shakes out, but here's the thing. I don't care. I like Bunting regardless. He's someone we rolled with last year, and he balled out for us down there in Arizona, and so far he's doing the same thing here in Toronto through three games. So far, Bunting is 63rd overall in couple scoring from everyone, putting up points and perifs regardless of who he's playing with, and I have no reason to believe that that won't continue. Toronto has a weird but sneaky good schedule next week. They play the Rangers on Monday, then not again until Friday against the Sharks, and then close it out with against the Penguins on Saturday. So the Maple Leafs are one of those few teams that play two off-day games this week, even though there's that gap in the middle of the week there, so you'll have to be patient for this pick to hit. But He's only rostered in just 10% of leagues, so I would be all over picking up Michael Bunting this week. My fifth overall forward streamer pick this week is Jordan Cairo of the St. Louis Blues. The Blues only played one game so far, but that one game was a pretty good game by Cairo, picking up two assists against Colorado, and yeah, I get it that it was against a depleted Avalanche team, but still, the Blues are rocking a pretty solid lineup once again, and that should strike fear into opponents. Don't sleep on the Blues this year, and especially not this week. I think they're going to come out guns ablazing this week, and I like Cairo to get on on a good bit of that scoring. Now, that kind of same premise didn't work out for the Lightning last week, but at least Sorelli still hit, didn't he? So hopefully this pick can hit again with Kairou. Kairou right now is playing on the second line in St. Louis alongside Braden Shen and Pavel Buchnevich, so a very solid line there. And Kairou's on the second power play unit with guys like Buchnevich, Saad, and Folk, so that second unit is certainly no slouch either. 
I just have a really good feeling about Cairo this week. His second line, second unit might limit his ceiling necessarily, so he might have a hard time to roster during bad weeks. But in a week where St. Louis plays two off-day games on that Monday and Wednesday, no less, like I said with JVR, if you want to pick up someone like Cairo or JVR just for those games, go for it. As good off-day schedules are hard to come by this week, Cairo's only rostered in just 9% of leagues right now, so pick up Jordan Cairo. Up next, we've got some defensive streamers where we're looking to avenge ourselves from last week. Those that were around last year know that our defensive streamers actually carried us early in the year, so hopefully we can get that going again this year. My top defensive streamer pick this week is Mario Ferraro of the San Jose Sharks old friend of the podcast Mario Ferraro shouldn't surprise anyone here we were on him before anyone last year when he was getting good minutes good perifs and every once in a while stealing some power play time as well and while Mario Ferraro seems like he picked up right where he left off in that regard it's only been one game so far for the Sharks but Ferraro got 21 minutes on ice four hits and three blocks of course for this streamer pick to hit we're gonna need to see at least one point and probably some shots sprinkled in there as well but in a week where San Jose Sharks have the best schedule of the week they're the only team that play both four times and two off day games in there why not ferraro is rostered in just six percent of yahoo leagues right now and i gotta imagine that six percent is a mix of sharks fans and stream scheme listeners so join the crew and ride with mario ferraro this week my second defensive streamer pick this week is Noah Dobson of the New York Islanders. There was a question about who's going to get top power play time for the Islanders this year between Pulak and Dobson, and so far it's a pretty even split, but at least so far it's been slightly skewed toward Dobson. Six minutes and 22 seconds to four minutes and nine seconds according to Dauber Hockey's Frozen Tools. Shout out to Dauber Hockey. Dobson is consistently seeing over 20 minutes of time on ice for the first time in his career so that will help out his perifs this season and like any defender of course I'd like him to shoot a little bit more but at least he's hitting and blocking at a decent clip so far this year and of course like we mentioned about Palmieri for the Islanders are one of the few teams that play four times this week and Dobson is only rostered at 17% of Yahoo leagues so if he's still there in your league I would definitely jump on Noah Dobson my third defensive streamer pick this week is Mike Riley of the Boston Bruins and not unlike Mario Ferraro this name should sound familiar to anyone who was around last year and also not unlike a lot of streamers who have good schedules this week Mike Riley has only played in one game so far but the results weren't surprising to us Four shots, one block, three blocks. Ooh, baby, that makes the hair stand up on my neck a little bit. Not only is Mike Riley a perifs beast that we hope that can keep that consistent throughout this week, but he's also jumped over Grizzlick for time on that second power play unit in Boston. So if you're one of the 45% of clowns who are still hanging on to Grizzlick at this point, you've got to let go. It's Mike Riley time, baby. Boston has one of the best schedules of the week. They play only three times, but all three of their games are on the off days of Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, so Mike Riley will fit into any lineup this week, guaranteed. He's only rostered in 16% of leagues, which actually is a bit more than I thought, so you can tell that at least some of those Grizzlick managers are paying attention, so be one of the sharp managers and pick up Mike Riley. Up next, we have our Shallow League streamer of the week. It's Timo Meyer of the San Jose Sharks. This pick sounds like it should be a slam dunk. We've already talked a bunch about the San Jose schedule that I love this week. This is the third Shark this week, so I'm all in on the Sharks. Meyer certainly has the pedigree. You know, he's got left wing, right wing eligibility. You'll love to see that. And in the one game he's played so far, Meyer played, he scored a point, but it didn't stop there. 
He also picked up a block, three hits, and eight shots. Holy guacamole. Hard for me to like a streamer any more than I like Meyer this week. Now, obviously, he's a shallow league streamer, so he's not going to be available in most deep competitive leagues like the Cupful. But somehow, if Timo Meyer is only rostered in just 31% of leagues, he's going to be available in some of those shallow leagues. So if you're in a 10-teamer or something like that, if he's still there in your league, then please pick up Timo Meyer. And lastly, we have our ludicrous streamer of the week. It's a name I'm sure you're all familiar with, but now he somehow finds himself in ludicrous streamer territory. Is Zach Parise of the New York Islanders. Remember Parise? He's back in pog form. That is right, people. Zach Parise certainly ain't the Zach Parise of old, but he's still Zach Parise. He's still going to get some perifs and... He's on the Islanders where they like to split the lines at least a little bit more evenly because he is on that third line, but Parise is averaging 14 minutes of ice time a game. He is our third Islander this week, so I guess I'm all in on the Islanders and the Sharks this week. But hey, why not? It's Zach Parise. He's only rostered in 2% of Yahoo leagues right now, so he's available practically everywhere. So pick up Zach Parise and tag Brian Com every time he does something good this week. So there we have it. To recap, our streamers for the week starting on Monday, October 18th, 2021 are the following. Forward streamers, Kyle Palmieri, William Eklund, James Van Riemsdyk, Michael Bunting, and Jordan Cairo. Defensive streamers, Mario Ferraro, Noah Dobson, and Mike Riley. Our shallow league streamer of the week is Timo Meyer, and our ludicrous streamer of the week is Zach Parise. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson patron discord server or on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. And if you could leave us a positive review on iTunes, I will love you for the rest of time. Thanks for listening. And don't forget what the great Ray Bork once said. The future belongs to those who believe in their stream. See ya.